One, two, three. Welcome to the Hand of Midas podcast, where we talk about crafts, collectibles, passive income, and just general shite. My name is Romeo. And I am Boatman. So, what's on the agenda today, Boatman? Right, so we're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about four subjects and then freestyle the very last one, whatever we we deem to be talking about. So, subject number one is gonna be uh, using the gamer slang BM or bad manner. We're gonna talk about bad mannered aunties, you know, auntie, yeah, you know, those nosy ones who like to stick their oar in, um, mm-hmm. talk, talk trash to other family members, and then when they uh, then when they get some when they get a clap back. They don't really like it, and they say stuff like "I'm your, I'm in your family" or some other nonsense. But they find it appropriate to ask you when you're having a child, why haven't you got married yet? Why haven't you got your own house? Why are you still living at home, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's topic number one. They, that that's that's quite common. Second one: Extinction Rebellion. These guys have been making my personal my personal life. No, 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 not even close to personal life. My Your pro- professional life. My professional life, difficult. Mainly because they just keep scaremongering about attacking central governments, etc., etc. I'm not some kind of mad hacksaw, but we'll have a little segue on to hacksaw later. Yeah, yeah. But they have, they have, sim- they have simply, uh, uh, ch- we, I don't want to use a curse word, but they have been... Uh, chatting bear gas on social media about um, potentially, um, you know, performing various cyber attacks, all this other kind of stuff. Um, I'm not surprised if if we don't have some niche um, terrorist group to do with, like, Greenpeace or veganism or something like that. We have intel. Uh, we have intel to back that up from our sources in the, uh, in the intelligence bureau, mm-hmm. so... So yeah, they are they are currently making every, probably a lot of people who work in the uh, you know in the IT world in the UK quite difficult recently. Yeah. Um, so that's all we'll say about them. We'll, we'll deal with you. You're going to get this work. Number three is beer, as we always talk about beer. Then um, we'll be talk about what we're excited to drink, what we've been drinking recently. Ah. Um, what um you know how many pints we've been drinking in a day, all that kind of stuff. Um. We'll also we'll also address um, availability of beers. Um, you know, you know the uh, the pros and cons of beers going a little bit more mainstream. We'll we'll get onto that, and then we'll four, get onto that. Uh, you can lead a bit more on this, but cryptocurrency, where we're at, what's going on, etc., um, etc. Et yeah, there's um, been a resurgence of um, of cryptocurrency lately due to numerous factors. Um, Obviously, it's all over the news, all over social media. Uh, there has been a rally. There has been a correction. So we'll give you some tips on how to um, how to deal with the situation. Brought to you by our sponsor, Crypto.com. If you use our link, you get fifty dollars uh, worth of free crypto, just like that. So yeah, that's one of our sponsors. Also brought to you by Chess.com. Sign up for a free account using the link and, yeah, get a one-week free trial of the premium service. Analyze your games because, you know, your replays are important. As you can tell, only one of us plays chess, but we're both into cryptocurrency. And I yeah, yeah, yeah. one of us plays chess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, let's talk. Let's talk family matters. Right. Okay. So uh, we were talking about this a little bit off podcast, but aunties. With there's a um, there's a, 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 the term BM aunties. Just it's just something we've coined from a, a really really old um, uh, Dota Two documentary where one player. Uh, I believe he's from like Hong Kong. Singapore. Is he from Singapore? Yeah. Uh, sure. You know what I'm talking about. I think it's KYXY. Uh, HYHY. HYHY. God, I always mix those two players up. God, this is not going well. Anyway, back to the point we were <laughs> making. Um, in the in the documentary, um, the guy's parents are like, oh, yeah, we're doing every can. We want him to have a, like an academic career. And this guy's like, rah, I just want to play Dota all the time. So he's trying to get to the biggest Dota tournament in the world, uh, the international it's called. And um, and I think they get through qualifiers, uh, but I believe he misses an exam or something to attend and they attend the main event and they don't yep. get out of the top, into the top 16 or something like that. Anyway, uh-huh. the guy's auntie on his mother's side, he's just talking mad, mad, mad. BM to the to this young man. He's like, you know, she's like, oh, blah blah blah. This about you know your career, your parents, all this other stuff. Like, it, she's not in that family unit. She might think she's in the family unit, but she's not. So she just thinks it's appropriate to trash talk this young man about his goals and uh, you know and what he wants to achieve with you know whether trying to pursue a professional Dota career, etc. But at that point, I think he was already a pro because he was earning a salary. But yeah. you know, the one thing that you never get from these people is a nice reflection of their own lives. So they like to um, they like to talk what is. But for, for lack of a better word, a lot of trash to people outside of their family unit. But if mm-hmm. you if you say to them, well, in, in this instance, their cousin, you'd say, well, what's Bumba Clark one doing with their life? You know, I heard he's got some some young girl pregnant, and then it's like, oh, oh, damn. You know, it's kind of you know whatever you say back to them is is you know it's unacceptable. You shouldn't talk to them that way. But they are allowed to talk absolute mad trash to you. There's just no retort. There's just no retort uh, from from our generation because they're going to criticize essentially every single aspect of your life. It's like, oh, you're too fat. Eat some more. Oh, you're too skinny. Eat some more. Uh, eat, like eat less. Why are you eating so much rice? Is that a, is that a Filipino one? Is that a, nah, that's a is that's a very. That... I think I think that's a Asian uh, Asian and it's very ethnic to be fair. Uh, black aunties do the same. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not sure about my uh, my partner. She's Brazilian, but I would I will get some feedback and we will update in the next in the next episode about. Um, about um, bad manners in Brazilian culture, bad mannered aunties. Anyway, they just—I mm-hmm. think they're just nosy. Like I don't get—I don't get what they, um, you know, I don't get the. Um, I know I've got a, an Indian friend, and she told me that her uh, their aunties come in like various types. They're either mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Real, they're really meddlesome, or they're just quite funny to be around. But she said she had quite a meddling a meddling auntie growing up. Um, like she was used to stick her nose and she'd be like, oh, well, you know, what did you get in this grade or whatever? Uh, I think she, because uh, she didn't want to go into uh, IT originally. Uh, uh-huh. She effectively just came out and said, oh, uh, you know, why are you not doing a, um, you know, why are you not doing sciences or whatever? And she was like, I want to do, uh, I want to do IT. And she was like, oh, uh, you know, obviously it's a different cultural system. You know, it's a different, it's the, you know, yeah. arranged marriage, et cetera, depending on, 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 on there, the et cetera, and all that. Other we, should have, um, we should have my friend Samantha on for um, the auntie discussion because um, we actually 
we actually broke down the types of Asian aunties. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this has been classified, but um, on um, in a general sense, um, I think that their intention is to um, they just care about you at the uh, end of the day. Okay. However, the um, the medium in which they express it is, um, it, I wouldn't say that it's um, it's ill mannered. However, it can be taken the wrong way. See, I have empathy for for them uh, when they um, um, when they do ask about these things or whenever they do criticize you because. Um, yeah, they just don't want you to end up like a failure, really. But they just need to trust you in the sense that you're doing your own thing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I'm going to go with the, not to be devil's advocate, but I'm going to go with the opposite. Opposite. Um, in some cultures, it's very much like, oh, I'm going to make sure my son's better than you or my daughter's better than your daughter or whatever in those like square family units. So if we go like 2.4 family or whatever it is, uh, or 4 point, whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. A TV yes. show. Yeah, where it's two mom, uh, parents, so mum, dad, uh, same gender relationship, whatever it may be in that family unit. Um, mm -hmm. They are family regardless. I don't want to get. I don't want to get cancelled. First podcast. It doesn't matter whether you've got two mothers, two fathers, etc., yeah. etc. However you want to word it, you know, is that as long as that child is in a loved uh, and and supporting family unit, I don't think it really matters in terms of the it gender doesn't. It really or doesn't. how they identify. So, um, I think sometimes there is a lot of. Um, one up in you know it's like oh my 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 daughter got um 93 in her maths exam your daughter got 83 percent or whatever and in reality is there much difference between the 10 percent but not not really um it might be a difference in a grade but you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter to to me in that respect i think there is a um i think there's a lot of different cultures that apply it differently like you said but it, it seems like there's a lot of one-upmanship and I don't really like it. It's not conducive to learning. That's universal, That's universal because um, they, they are proud of their own kin's accomplishments, but there's no need to put others down. Sometimes it comes across as very passive-aggressive. It's like, oh, my son or daughter did this. And without asking, it's saying, what did your, like, was your son or daughter accomplish? Then it becomes a big dick competition. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I don't like. But there's plenty of ways to just clap them down. You know, that's the um, for me, that's it. Um, I, um, you know, it's it's they always ask weird questions. It's like when are you getting married? Well, you know, it's like oh, why haven't you bought a house yet? And it's like, do you understand that you were young? I'm just going to say this because it's a, it's a nice veiled insult. You were young. 30 years ago love like 30 years ago the world was easy 30 different years time. Ago, exactly 30 years ago me and you would both have a house a kid um car, many cars later on a, on an income of what is traditionally now not classed as a good job yeah and, and i'm not getting into the socio-economics too much of it but they lived in a generation where money was easy but they also come from a generation that doesn't understand different jobs so for example i work in the it industry you don't really have a proper job <laughs> no, no 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 i'm just kidding. but that's what they say they don't if it's not if you're not that bloody pit 
or you're not doing something manual. I don't think people of a generation from, say, 30, 40 years ago understand that it is a job. That's the only thing. They just yeah. don't understand the whole ecosystem. Yeah, and I don't think they want to. Sometimes I think they just like to be ignorant so they could talk bare gas and just chat, chat, you know, nonsense to people. about. You know, I... I I, I understand it as that my partner, she doesn't really understand the ins and outs of what I do, but she, um, but she doesn't, um, you know, she doesn't question my, uh, my work rate like an auntie would, or, you know, or a father would like my, my father has no clue about what I do in terms of a day-to-day -day job. And he comes from a very old school sort of manual labor, get that pit, dig that bloody old lad, et cetera, et cetera. You know, back in the day when you could have four jobs before you're 25 and it wouldn't, but it wouldn't stop you from getting another job. Now, if you, now, if I wanted to become a bloody blacksmith, they'd be like, he's, he's, you know, he's in his thirties. He's decided to become a blacksmith. What a waste, man. But in reality, <laughs> you know, back in the blacksmith. day, they so, you know, they, at the like, moment, though, at the moment, like in terms of craft, like, if you're a pretty damn good blacksmith. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not chatting. Not you know. I'm not giving the blacksmiths any grief. It's a hard. It's a skilled job, but uh, not everybody. Man, I'd like. I'd like to be a blacksmith. I think it's cool. I think it's <laughs> yeah. cool as well. Yeah, you know. You know. You know. You can know. I can't think of any famous movies of quotes to for blacksmiths right now. But you know, it's um, it, it's it, the Iron Man fam. <laughs> it's it's an interesting it's an interesting career choice but Very. then on the flip side you know this as being creative people don't take creative ventures and vocation seriously because when somebody says to you oh i want i want this photo taken in this style or or I, you know you know when you see like photographers looking for work on the line they're like oh i do linked images i do wedding images whatever when you contact them and say oh, i'd like a, a linkedin linkedin image that makes me look professional and you say all right i want 100 bar for that and they're like what what am i paying 100 bar for i could just take a picture myself it's that same logic they don't understand and they aren't they are they don't they aren't invested enough to want to know about why you're charging them that. But if yeah. you say to them, oh, the £100 is for this for this, this for that, this for this, this for that. But they, um, you know, they've got no no issue with ringing up Dave the bricklayer and going, oh, Dave, how much is it to put up a wall? And he's like, oh, it's a grand. And, he, and I'm not saying bricklayers aren't skilled, but they'll pay that because they deem it a skill that is more physical they deem it valuable they deem it more valuable and that's and that's the thing i don't get they don't even try to listen to you they just sort of shout you down or yeah yeah um, i've had i've uh, had a similar experience with a client uh uh sometime last year i told him my price and he was like up your ass this price like it's only an hour of work i'm like well you're paying for a lot more than an hour of my work so yeah, that's my price. If you can't afford it, then you know, just go hire go hire an amateur or a student or do it yourself. You can't <laughs> go. On. I'm trying my best not to swear, and you just drop C bomb like straight in there. Boom! We're gonna have to bleep that out, yeah, animal. No, I'm not gonna fucking bleep that out because that guy deserves to be cancelled. Straight <laughs> <laughs> over the cancel, but it's true they they don't deem anything with us. It's effectively you're not paying. Sometimes I I listened to a really 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 good podcast about um sorry an interview about a um a company called Siege Studios. Not to derail the topic here too much. They um they are a miniature painting studio. 
of various mm-hmm. levels. So you, it's bronze, silver. I think it's bronze, silver, gold, and whatever. I'm not free advertising for them here, but there's three levels, or and then there's competition or whatever standard and display standard or whatever they may be. And the amount of times when the when the owner of that studio spoke on a, on, a, on an interview and he says you're not paying necessarily for what's being painted. You're paying for the time that it's taken to hone those skills to be able to do it to such a high quality. Exactly. And that is the best way to describe any creative in, endeavor. You know, people don't, you know, people don't talk, you know, people don't go to, to you know, people, young rappers or whatever don't go up to Dr. Dre and go, oh, how much is it to produce this record? And he's like, oh, it's, you know, five, you know, 500K, please. And they're just like, the fuck? I'm not paying you, Dre. And then say some shit to him. And he's just like, that's how much you pay because you're getting such a high quality, you know. It's and not, and but, it's Trey. Yeah, exactly. That that's a bit of a bad example because it's him. But no, pay, but you, like again, uh, as you build up experience, as you build up your own brand, your own narrative of how you got there and what you're renowned for, you essentially have to build a portfolio. I think uh, another issue is creatives don't really know how to sell themselves yeah that's a bad one there's a there's a big a big debate on that in like the uh in the in the miniature painting world like somebody somebody who paints the so for example me and you both paint miniatures yeah i'll say to you oh i'll quote you 10 pound an hour for this but in reality for some people that 10 pound is nothing because yep they that is that is literally nothing because they can afford to pay that 10 pound an hour but they are getting a 10 pounds an hour worth paint job. They ain't getting top tier. They ain't getting all nope. this extra fancy stuff. And if you were to charge 20 quid an hour, there would be a night and day difference between our finished product. That's because that's double. That is double. double. Yeah, I expect it not. It's not quite. It doesn't always work like this. But I would expect it to be at least 50% better, if not 100% better, because I paid more for it. Um, and that's kind of the thing. It's, um, you know, it's good that people are able to make a living from their, their creative endeavors, etc. But, if you if I said to you I want this many models painting and you said right it's going to cost two thousand pound across three weeks, I would be like, oh my god! If I was one of those people, but I'm not. I would be like, oh my god! I'm not paying you two G to do that. And then you would reply, well, you do it to the same standard in three weeks, and I wouldn't be able to do it because I don't. You wouldn't be able to do it exactly. I don't have those skills, so I don't get why people moan about having to pay for skills that are more creative than others. You know, and it goes back to my point of like BM Anti will spend 500 bills on a new wall. But if you say to her, or if somebody says to her, oh, you know, you set up your own business now, I need to set up, you build your website, SEO, all this other stuff. Oh, I want a thousand pounds. She'd be like, I ain't paying a thousand pounds, you know? A thousand pounds for, for a website. Um, well, I know, yeah. I'm just bandying numbers around here. This no, 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 that just made me chuckle. <laughs> so it, do you know what i mean it's um it, and you know it's all this other stuff it's like you t- you tell that you know you say to that you say to them as a as a as a um as a creative person so let's have a dialogue i'll say to you right i want a linkedin picture pagu or i'll give you free bills for it and you'll go oh that's a fair price or whatever we'll negotiate a little bit but i would get to a point where if you went too low because i'm I've got you wouldn't value it as much. Yeah, I've got I've got like half a brain. So I'd go, he's only wants 50 bills for this. Is he just gonna take me a dodgy Facebook picture that makes me look like I'm wasted? And then an employer will go, Look at this guy. Look at this. He looks like he's been on the gear. 
And then, yeah. you know, that ain't going to look good on, on your LinkedIn profile or whatever. It's not going to fly, yeah. Exactly. And, you, you know, you get a certain amount of um, of integrity that comes with it. Like, you could churn out 10 logos for the same people and charge 20 bar. But I could look at a logo and go, hold on a minute, this was designed by the same person. All they've done is reskin it, you know. And I'm not saying designers don't do that because you learn over the... Because we do. <laughs> the, you learn over the, yeah. the career to shortcut, don't you? There's no point making life harder for you. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. Why hand code something if you can just get uh, hop on GitHub, copy someone else's code and make it your own? Yeah, yeah. So you don't um, obviously, you know, try and give uh, kudos where you can. If you yeah, of course. That, but... Give credit where credit is due, of course. But yeah, that's the thing. And, and that links us in. But and We'll go back to it. But I think there is a... Um, there is a, a, a to go back to the BM anti angle because we diversified it. But um, those people are very are, are, are serious issues in this world. They are they have no inclination of trying to learn a skill, but they will trash talk another person for having that skill because they have no knowledge. Rather the thing is, going, like, rather than just doing the grown up thing, right? If I if you introduce me to somebody when I come down to London in a few weeks and they do something that I have no clue about, so say you introduce me to an archaeologist, and I and I could just say in the quote of a BNM BNM BM anti and be really like um, stupid about it and just say, oh, well, you just dig bones out of the ground, but it's not that, is it? You know, no. you have to carefully, you know. Kate, you have to curate the building. And there's a lot of planning. There's a lot more into that job than just going <laughs> Keck W Jurassic Park 4. You don't do that. That's not what they do. Um, and I, if there's any um, you know, any archaeologists out there, that'd be cool. You know, I think that'd be I think that'd be an interesting topic to have. And you you know, you can come at us and tell us what you do in the step of like a dig. I know it's a lot bigger than that, but you know, that is it. And I could be really naive on purpose and just say that to them, but I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, instead of me, instead, of, if they go to me, oh, so uh, Boatman, do you know much about archaeology? I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to them and just say, I don't have a clue. But if you tell me the basics and, um, you know, and try and reiterate it into me, to me a way I would understand, you have a lot more respect because you want to try and understand what they do. And then of course. from that wider knowledge, you can sort of grow and understand the challenges in, in 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 stuff that they face rather than just going oh why aren't you why aren't you got a family yet why aren't you got house yet you know why have you still got that shit backs car you know it's just like not even relevant you know these are people who were uh, who frankly are the same people to ring up customer service people and just flame them for no reason you know oh my bloody internet's been off two days you fucking dickhead well you know how about you ask what's causing the issue is there a wider outage is there a problem with the cabling rather than just flame people get the bloody answer that you know get an educated answer at least try to engage your brain rather than just flaming people it's like a, it, i think it's a trait from like the 50s or something people must have got or it's, it's yeah it's, it's although a, credit to credit to the um the ogs that do want to understand there's no credit to them you're never never too old to learn if you learn exactly. you don't learn something new every day no matter how useless it may seem to you at that point you never know when that useless bit of knowledge then it's going to come in handy come the tiebreaker in a pub quiz and then the boys are like yeah yeah we got a free round because you knew that useless knowledge about this or what you deemed to be useless knowledge at the time but in reality you can use that as a um, you know as a narrative for something else you can create you know conversation about this like you know it's here, here. It just it's just be a bit more informed and just stop shit talking people 
you know, so exactly. find a point score within your family. Twenty like hundred years ago, I'd have let us no, not even millions of years ago. That makes me sound really ignorant. Millions of years ago, I'd have fed that bitch to the saber tooth. Right, you need a tribute, Mister Saber Tooth. Take her. There's plenty of meat. <laughs> you know, I don't want her in my family. She's dragging the gene pool down. She's making our cavemen less, you know, less intelligent. And people are going to be like, "Wow, that's hella sexist." Don't matter if it was a female. BM anti, BM uncle, but BM antis are more that they're not a stereotype. They are a legit thing. So they're going to be fed to the saber tooth, you know. Eat up, you know. Yammer <laughs> down. I don't care. She's making our our tribe less in intelligent. She's creating rifts in the tribe because yep, tribe number yep. one are getting shit taught by tribe number two's BM anti. Well, guess what? Saber tooth gang. I think we should leave it there. So, yep. So our viewers get to again at by a saber tooth. It's a nice <laughs> narrative, I thought. But... I do love me a saber tooth and tribe there story. Go. There we go. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, that's it for the BM Monty bit. Anything, anything, any last words? No, just on the topic. If, like literally, if anybody's listening to our podcast, if you've got a shit talking auntie, don't out her, don't like DDoS her. Just be like, I've got one. This is what she did. And if you're from a different culture, that would be even better because I reckon these bitches are all over different cultures, just chatting bare gas to different members of the family unit. Now, unfortunately, if we had. An affiliate link to hiring some saber tooths, I would send it, but we don't. <laughs> They're fucking extinct. But I mean, any uh, any cloners out there? Any? Yeah, Dolly the sheep. We can get Dolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can, you know, uh... Dolly, come on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure why I go on with Dolly. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. Uh, Dolly has become a uh, velociraptor. I know. I believe. That's another yeah, that's another animal I'd have, I'd have fed BM anti to. Anyway, next next topic. <laughs> next topic. Go on, go on. Right, so we mentioned this is Extinction Rebellion. Okay. Now, okay. So um so I talked to you about when me and so we facilitated an interview with um uh, have you heard of a YouTuber called Count Dankula? <laughs> have i heard of a youtuber called count dankula yeah um yeah he's that guy who got into quite a lot of hot water i think don't quote me on this yes 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 he did guy whose dog was doing a certain far right <laughs> salute, salute. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes yes okay, yes yeah. Yeah. so we facilitated an interview between count dankula okay. and uh mad lad uh simon mann from the SAS. Okay, yeah, that's the. Uh, uh, oh, let's see. Yeah, wasn't that a series that Count Dankula did? Like, yes, Mad yes, Lad. yeah, Mad Lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Captain yeah. Simon Mann of the um, um, of the SAS. Uh, we scheduled an interview, and apparently, apparently, one of the biggest threats to this country is vegan terrorism. What? That could range from anything from. Um, activists storming uh, poultry farms, okay, uh, and setting animals free. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to demean the subject here. Sorry to interrupt, but this would make a banging headline. Um, I'm like, sure you can find some. I'm sure no, you can I'm, find. No, some I'm just going to make one up now. Just imagine this, right? Just imagine it. Bang! BBC six o'clock news. Um, we have a breaking story from a poultry farm in Norfolk. 
SAS had to storm after vegan terrorists hold up plant. Just imagine how ludicrous that sounds. And I don't mean it disrespectfully. I'm just thinking to myself, if we have got that far down, um, down the rabbit hole of having to commit what they're classing as terrorist acts um, against the Bernard Matthews gang, Turkey Twizzlers, yeah. they're coming back. We'll go on to that later. But <laughs> if you heard that as a, if you, you know, um, if you heard that on the BBC six o'clock news, you'd think it was like a skit or something. You think, it uh, or you'd like think it's like end. a Daily Mail tip. Yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know, if it was Daily Mail, it'd be, it'd be laced with racism. It'd have to have like poles <laughs> or something in there, wouldn't it? Or Arabs, because the Daily Mail are just horrible. But it would be that. It'd be like Arab, you know, it'd be like um, Arab uh, drug war criminals hold chicken hostage or some bullshit like that if the Daily Mail did it. Yes. Fuck the Daily Mail. Also, your articles on esports are dog shit. But let's, I digress. Let's go back. Let's go back. So, um, so quite recently in your, um, quite recently in London, yeah. there have been there have been protests by Extinction Rebellion. I mean, like you guys are doing it for a cause. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. However, I... however, what's wrong with you guys? Why do you have to launch cyber attacks on local councils in order to get your point across? We get it. We get it. No one's against you guys. No one in their right mind is against saving the environment. No one, no one in their right mind is uh, opposed to rising CO2 uh, levels. Like, we get it. We get it. Like, why do you guys have to commit all these um, atrocities to just hardworking people? Yeah. Is what I want to know. Yeah, no, I can. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it's just there's a... Um... What did they say? I know. I know they've um, they've come out and said loads of stuff to like they've like um, been been saying in their various um, groups. But when you tell me that, or I think it concerns me that um, um, that when when like national crime agency are having to tell like local authorities and big companies to beware of these terrorists or eco vegan terrorism or whatever you want to call these waste men, um, when when we're having to spend intelligence money on on tracking these people and watching their activities you know fbi open up boom 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 like the movie <laughs> goes Our, you know we are legitimately taking away from actual criminals and yes. horrific criminals whether they're human traffickers you know um sneaker resellers who use bots they're in that list as well um, mm -hmm. you know all these legitimate um rascals who are committing heinous crimes you know and because you think that the government and all these various other bodies, etc., are not taking climate change seriously, um, why do you have to, you know, taking away resources from, um, from I'm going to call them more traditional, I don't mean to sound like BM anti here, but almost things that are like real crimes that, you know, the, the, the issue we have is um, climate change is an issue. Fair enough. I have no problem with that. Yep. Many people are taking small steps to change the way they live and breathe and all and breathe. You know, all this kind of stuff. There's lots of, there's, you know, what we're having to do is um, one, two generations are having to live with the consequence of barbaric actions against the earth. 
just that is it that is it in a nutshell but for you to like start attacking you know um local governments or starting to attack um you know bigger you know just imagine you know just imagine like like you said earlier like um vegan terrorism just imagine if they just imagine if they attacked a poultry farm and killed people you know you just it's just unbelievable to think that you'll take and they'll go and they'll defend it with some bullshit rhetoric like well i took that guy's life because he took a million chickens live i'm i'm you know i cannot get behind that rhetoric because it's just it's just brain it's just dangerous brainwash it's extremism extremism, yeah it It is it's just extremism in it in a different form you know you know the daily mail talks about all different types of extremists but i bet it would never talk about any any people from any like you know vegan extremists and i'm not just i'm just it sounds like we're just banging on vegans here you know i know however like um there's an argument about okay yeah we'll just eat plants all right however However, it has been it has been proven that plants excrete terpenes when um, they get plucked out, so they don't get eaten. Okay, another thing I'm, I would, they experience like plants ex- like plants experience not like not in the same way as animals, but they know when they're being attacked. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why so many have got defense mechanisms. Haven't they? Exactly. Exactly. So, not not to go down the don't eat plants route, but not to not to you know, it's <laughs> carnivore diet. It, literally, you 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 literally just alienated about three million people or whatever. <laughs> no, in, no, in no, no, I'm just, I'm just I'm just say, stating scientific facts. Look, look up terpenes, motherfuckers. I I will come with a slightly different angle here. We have a massive over. We have we have a massive issue with. Um, the raising of various cattle so um that's you know it destroys whatever destroy it causes all these eco impacts yes. all the other stuff we've got big companies behaving like eco terrorists that's that's you know and i can see why um people who are uh, lobbying for climate change are so disgusted but everyone is kind of a little bit bored of the vegan narrative not because they hate vegans are you talking to one who has switched to a mainly plant-based diet and there's a lot mm-hmm. of um, a lot of big YouTubers are like, if people switch to a more plant-based diet, we'd be a little bit better off. And I can get behind that hundred. I can get behind that, yeah. But there are um, there are lots of people who simply cannot switch to a plant-based diet um, for socio reasons, political reasons, yes, reasons, whatever they may be. It's not just as simple as saying, oh, you know, don't drink milk anymore. Have some oat milk, omega lols. It don't work like that. There's so many impacts um, that you don't know, but you would just like to say to that person, oh, I don't eat meat. Well, instead of saying that, why don't you ask why that person eats meat? And if there are socioeconomic reasons or belief reasons. Live and let live. Live and let live. Yeah, why don't they do that to the cows? That would be the response straight away. And we'd just be like, oh, God, here we go. I'd be asking them at this point, are you an auntie? You know, are you, you know, (laughs) you know. So, um, yeah, Extinction Rebellion have been causing some issues for um, a lot of of professionals in various forms. I know they had that big, uh, did they have a march or something the other day? Yeah, Um, on the the 1st of September. Because I know they, um, I know they blocked uh, an NHS ambulance, I believe, and there was um, there was loads arrested. Was it like a couple of hundred in in uh, in London or whatever? And, yeah, uh, it's I they, down on the floor. 
I think I think the issue is the the way that they um the way again that... it's the yeah again it's the medium in which they're uh, expressing the beliefs like it's peaceful in that sense however why delay an ambulance yeah yeah um uh, I think like I think... don't don't disrupt essential services. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, you can't. Oh, yeah, and they just sat licking each other's face going, ah, well, this will work, you know, blah, blah, blah. I have um, I, I have a lot of, um, you know, I have a lot of, um, I, I, yeah, I think the best way to describe this without, without pissing everyone off before we even get this episode online is there are th- those sort of groups um, get a certain fringe mentality um, from people who are in those groups and mm-hmm. because they behave this way they deem it appropriate to say shit like the government has failed us and all these other they effectively the partially the government has failed us but we have failed ourselves as a species we have been you know get down pit burn that coal all this other stuff yep. green energy has been um especially neglected. in the uk neglected but i know a lot of our uh you know our, our nordic and scandinavian brothers and sisters they'll be like well we've been green for time and and and, and i and i approve and i appreciate and i applaud it but we in the uk are just not very good at being forward thinking we're an island that has many many backward thinking people and unfortunately, a lot of the backward-thinking people are capitalists. So these go hand in hand. And then when you get a new fringe movement going, we need to be a bit more green. They, 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 they it gets blocked they clash. because uh, they just clash yeah. for different reasons. Instead of a, instead of a, um, you know, you know, you could approach a businessman and go, right? Do you know it costs you? Um, ten thousand pound this year to make your business more green you'll make that money back in five years and if they don't have an immediate cash flow most people will probably look at something in terms of a cost benefit analysis and go oh that's quite interesting who do we need to talk to about that or how do we get this done properly or can somebody read more into this and they will take that um so for example the office i work in is classed as a smart office um it recycles rainwater um there's there's signs everywhere saying oh yeah you may be you know well you're in the toilet you know you've got the urinals they say oh it may be discolored it's not because there's a problem with the water it's because they're reusing rainwater trying to be a bit more green and i and i applaud that i i i you know i work in one in a bad industry for it let's be honest um rare earth metal metals in in components all this kind of stuff you know if people should ask themselves why do computer components never are always accepted for recycling well because you can melt it down you can re you can recycle the earth metals that are in it Um, Mm -hmm. and it's quite destructive i won't i won't you know i won't lie it is it is you know it is destructive there's lots of other destructive things um but you know you want to know one way to counter uh wasted metals though go on Plant hemp, it sucks out all the all the metals. Okay. And yeah, it's a it's quite a sustainable way to um to clean up uh whatever patch of land that shit's been dumped on. Yeah. It's actually yeah. quite insane. Okay. Just yeah. Give me one second.
while we're uh, in intermission, while we are in intermission, just wanted to say, Camden, Camden Town Brewery in the Pale Ale off menu, five point eight percent, raw, very good, very good. Just need to wait until Boatman's back. Probably gonna have to cut this out. about that going back to becoming a carbon neutral um as a company um haven't brew dog become carbon negative yes i was just gonna like segue that. into that yeah yeah i thought you were because you were degenerate <laughs> um, so yeah when we were we were talking about extinction rebellion and all that kind of stuff weren't we before i sadly got interrupted but yes um i heard they've become uh become sort of um carbon negative i'm not i'm not without sounding naive that's that's quite impressive like for a company that size that does so much with agriculture let's not yep. lie hops and barley and things are plants mm -hmm, <laughs> you know mm -hmm. every all of that a lot of their it's water as well i assume or various types of water or whatever they i'm not going to say additives because then it makes it sound like a turkey twizzler but everything brew dog tends to make their beer with is natural products or with exactly yeah or their uh, their honed products that are brewed or whatever they may be uh, or their byproducts byproducts of other things so to become carbon negative is quite impressive. very impressive very very much so 
I'm quite um I'm quite enamored by uh by Brewdog um Equity for Punks gang. Yeah, yeah, because there's um there's quite a lot of them, isn't there? Like um a lot of um 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 what's it? Um there's a lot of um co- companies um uh, going back onto the the subject about um uh, extinction rebellion there's a lot of companies that should be applauded for trying to go carbon negative uh, exactly like microsoft are promising to do it by 2030 now let's just think about what microsoft do here now i'm not sure everybody appreciates how difficult this is going to be mm-hmm. like we're talking about um i'm not sure where they are in terms of business valuation but i, I assume that they're still worth more than apple maybe not because you know apple's released a new iphone and everybody needs it yet they use none of the features anyway um, anyway <laughs> they are one of the top five companies in the world easily so you think about the core of their business it is it services whether it's the services they provide to other businesses or they let's just think about this where they're doing platform as a service software as a service the cloud as a service yeah just think yep. about all, <laughs> all the data centers that they have that need to be up 24 7 all the services mm-hmm. you know if you use a hybrid platform for outlook or your platform is in the cloud they need to keep that online 24 7 indeed they need to they'll have like um backups disaster recovery all this kind of stuff to go carbon negative and still keep those service level agreements in place is a hell of achievement if we get to, i'm open we're both not dead by 2030 that's 10 years yeah uh, we'll be in the 40s life begins at 40 gang wow um, <laughs> um we will we will say we live to 2030 and they actually smash that target for somebody who's got to achieve, um, for some company that's got to keep so much stuff up, that is an incredible, incredible target. Um, if they make it, that's very, very impressive. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer that the, uh, they will because we keep buying Brewdog, don't we? <laughs> we also keep buying Microsoft. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you that, do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Whatever. Whatever, man. Well, every. And when I say everybody, I mean I know a lot of people use Linux boxes, and like ninety ninety percent. I read some crazy stat a couple of years ago, like ninety percent of all the big big servers in the in the earth are running Linux, but like OSs, all this kind of stuff. You know, core operating systems, Outlook, everything. You know, Microsoft have got big corporate agreements with lots of big dogs haven't they so let's be honest for them to keep those slas with quite influential people we're talking like governments military Mm -hmm. to keep that level of access up and keep those service level agreements aligned maintained and smashed using a carbon negative company that means they're going to have to be turning their data centers into like pseudo energy farms yes yes Uh, and i believe um I believe with blockchain and all that, um, it will be it will be simpler to do um, transactions and trans- Yeah, yeah. No, no, not even, not even. I don't yeah, mean just data. I mean data transactions. I don't yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, data transactions in general. Um, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I think um, I think we're in a very I think we're in a very interesting time uh, in the world. Um, but, yeah, you've I, got companies. You've got companies like Brewdog, like. Um, that they're just becoming really, really, really good at um, 
creating a good product first and foremost, and also um, just being good to um, like just good business practices, really, what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, but there's going to be somebody who's going to be in the comments like, well, do you know that 13.5% of them are owned by Nestle? And we'll be like, yeah, we know that. But as a, you know, as a, oh, um, as a whole. I, as I if you don't rate Nestle, though. Yeah, but they, they, they take, they take like natural water sources from villages. They've done loads of shady shit, you know. Again, again. As much as Rolos. You know, man loves human again, rights. More. Again, uh, like if if they've invested into Brewdog, hopefully companies like Brewdog that are forward thinking will help in the restructuring uh, of Nestle. It was like, okay, this is how we're doing it. Yeah, you guys are invested in us. Take this technology and use it. Take yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you this one for free, cats. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll go on to buyouts, business transactions, big boys selling. We'll use that for number five, but we'll, yep. we'll go to number three now because number five, we're going to go off track, but I want to go to beer. So we'll go on to beer. We've already we've already set the scene with Brewdog, but there is a, there is a major issue, um, um, I guess, um, in the world because um, what's the best way to describe it? Um, beer is just too good right now. <laughs> They're just turning us into degenerates. Beer yeah. is as you know, has hit such a high standard. Um we're spoiled for choice. We're spoiled for choice and availability. Yes. Mm. Speaking of of availability, uh man's on the um you're you're on a you're on a day of rest today, aren't you? I am. I'm on an IPA Sabbath, <laughs> as you might call it. Man's on an uh, IPA Sabbath. Uh, Sabbath. Although, because I am a degenerate, me and this guy were on, uh, on on Discord last night talking, and he disappeared for a bit to do some stuff, and next thing I know, I was four beers deep. So, there we yeah, go. Um, yeah, that, that's a that's a good reason. That's a good reason. Four beers. Four beers. To be fair, you you had quite a stressful day yesterday. I have a, it feels like it feels like I have quite a stressful day a lot of days at work these days not because um not because of um not because of technology a lot of the time it's people and it's I'm people talking, it's I'm people. not I'm not trying to be horrible here when I say that but it is just generally uh generally um generally sort of true um mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. people make um technology can't thingy technology doesn't mug you off you know uh, no people mug you off like that is it um you know that is it people indeed mug you off they don't you know they they you know it goes back to subject one about bm antis and being uninformed about anything you say if a customer rings me up and says i'm having this issue i'm not really sure what to do can you help i will help because one you've been polite two you're calling us for assistance and three if i don't know i will try to find somebody who will know um, yeah. If you tell me that you've tried all this, this, and this, and you're still not sure what's causing the issue, I will follow my troubleshooting steps or the steps to triage that I need to follow. But between us, you will have saved me a lot of time because you'll be able to tell me the exact symptoms or yes, um, this, 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 and this. So mainly, people are the reason I drink. Let's just <laughs> quote all that. We can call the we can call the first episode that people are the reason I drink. Cut that in after the intro. That is it. That is the name of this one because that will resonate with a lot of people. You know, it will do. It will do with a lot of people. You know, 
It will do, mate. So, yeah, back to the point we're making. We're in a, we're in a period now where, like coffee was about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit mm-hmm, less. Mm-hmm. Like chocolate was 10 years ago, maybe a bit less. We are in the... the um, we are... We are in a situation now where it's harder to make shit than it is harder to make good stuff. Yes. Like, legit, we are there You have now. to. You, you really have to try to um, fail at creating a product these days because of all the resources that we have. Uh, you've got YouTube for everything. You've got uh, places like Skillshare. We can, you, you can learn pretty much anything. Or uh, what's it called? Masterclass. That's another one. Yeah. Um, yep. Shout out to Timberland, you know helping me make a beat you know yeah 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 yeah. Um, my uh, my partner was laughing at that i was doing it while she whilst we were um skyping the other night and she's like what are you doing and i'm like nodding my head like making these weird noises with my mouth recording them on the mic and then using them looping them doing them four by four you know 16 bars and all this other kind of stuff all this music theory and i tell you what i was a great master class like real real good um you know so there's all these um th- it's it's near impossible to mess something up now. Yes. Um, you will know somebody or you can find somebody with the skill or the, you know, um, we were talking off stream about um, people who um, find, and I guess it goes hand in hand with what we were mentioning earlier about paying so much for one, for a skill. Mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Say I ring a joiner up and I want a custom made shelf to go in my room. I know because I've used the word custom made, I need a certain length, I need a certain height, whatever, whatever. I want it bespoke. I know it's going to cost more P. That's fine. But I could just roll up to Ikea, gang, buy a random shelf called Dave or whatever the Swedish version of Dave is. Shout out to the Swedes there, Counter-Strike Gods. Um, and just drill it into the wall. Now, whether it's level or not, I don't know. If I'm on a yep. hollow wall or a brick, uh, um, a th- uh, I don't know what you call them, just like a, a solid wall, you know, all these other kind of things, whether you want it to be floating or whatever, you can just YouTube this. And there's some guy who's like got his drill out and his bell and he's like, rah, rum, rum, rum. this is how you do it, you clown. And I'm like, yep. okay, I got mocked the other day for putting a shelf using a YouTube video. I think I've put like 10 shelves in my whole life, you know, that's like one every three years or whatever, <coughs> on average. And, um, and I put it up got this use my phone as a spirit level you know welcome yeah yeah yep. century gang did Easy. that and i was like oh that's pretty good and you know even my dad came up and he was like oh that's that's good that you know and he's like oh yeah you girly hands that do it and it's just like nah bullshit you know that's it. but if i but if i wanted a special one that went all the way around the room with some filigree on a nice bit of lord of the rings etching or some you know some elvish on there that says i you can make it old. make it your own like Et- learn Learn how to sustainably create your own because um, if you learn to do that, then you can make a next one. Or at some point, you can make it for another person. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, um, I guess that's um, why 3D printing has become massive. And oh, yes. kind of stuff, oh, yes. sort of, um, available resources. But back to what I we mean, were if we're going to, if we're going to, uh, speaking of uh, 3D printers, um, if we ever create a tofu mobile, um, we, we can 3D print some of the parts. Yeah, that if we should, we need to 3D print the Truno badge because that's like 100 quid from Japan. Right. you like a real badge because you can, because it'll be metal and you can smell it and you can just scream night of fire when you attach it to your head. Night on fire. So, Back to what we were saying, it's hard to make shit products now. So we've got, I'm not, I'm not, I am a coffee snob. 
so it's going to sound really bad to say this. You are, you are, you I are, am though. A coffee snob, like I, I buy my own beans, I grind them, bum bang grind, grind the iry, iry. So I, I grind all my own beans, do all this different course. I've got an aero press, I've got a coffee machine, all this other bullshit. And people will be like, oh, you spent so much money on this. Well, it's my hobby, I like it. Whatever. Exactly. I love it. So we've got to a period now where it's really hard to get shit coffee, and I mean really hard. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. recently I've been seeing these things like coffee bags and I, and um, a colleague gave me one. And I tell you what, I expected it to be awful and it was not that bad. Um, you get coffee sachets for like mochaccinos, wankachinos, nonsachinos, whatever they want to call them. You know, there's got all these random names and you just put it in, add a bit of milk or water. It comes with some powdering or whatever. I'm not saying this stuff is culinary sensation. What I am saying is we've got, to a, such a standard now where even the worst drinks taste good mm-hmm. or taste okay. Obviously, they don't taste as good as the pure product, but whatever, they taste good. And beers like that now. I remember when craft beer was 10 people wanking into a vat in a shed, adding some hops that nobody's ever heard of, and then going, well, I've made three pints of this for me and the boys. Right, whatever, lads. I appreciate your craftsmanship and the skill it's taking you to do that. But don't flame people who buy beers from supermarkets. Exactly. Like that. It goes back to a story um, that I got told from my colleague. We'll just call him Razzler for sake of argument. He said to me, he joined a craft beer group on Facebook. And some guy who was also new there, you know, when you join the group, you can see who's new or just joined. There's that little tab that says, you know, new member or first time posting. There's that thing. So you're a bit nicer to these people. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't alienate your community. Good job, craft beer. Because uh, we've been doing that for a long time. This yes. guy posted like some quite nice beers. He had like, um, so he had some brew dog. He had like the, um, what's it called? The oat one. Um, what's it called? Oh, don't remember. The, the, this is this is not going well, but whatever. He, he had all these, um, except Northern Monk, all these acceptable craft beer breweries that have been brewing for a lot of years um, and probably started out as a passion with a couple of people in a shed or a lockup or some industrial space or whatever, and they've grown and branded out or whatever. And we you know, and they're getting a supermarket gig, nothing wrong with that. But this guy probably posted about six beers. He's like, Oh, hi, guy, I'm new to the craft beer community. I tried a pint of punk at my local and tasted it really nice. I've got a friend who's into craft beer and he's sort of weaning me on. I have no problem with that. The sooner we yep. get rid of Carlin, the better. So, um, <laughs> agreed. He um, he, he's kind of weans this, you know. And and my friend said to me, he posted, and he posted a really polite post, nothing offensive, just posted six of these pictures. And some fucking snob from like Western Supermare or some prick from somewhere like fucking Hertfordshire or somewhere, and said, "Oh, how you know how boring must your life be if you get ex- you know excited about supermarket beers." Fuck that guy, man. Fuck they that are guy. What's wrong with this community? You know, that is love... that, that, like, who hurt him as a kid? I've not even got, and we're not going down to psychological trauma as a young man. <laughs> maybe he's had Carlin. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's maybe, maybe so. But... However, however, like, why you have to be a cunt, fam? Yeah, yeah, why, why be a cunt about it? This guy's joined our, I say our, we, our hobby to enjoy a craft beer encourage the guy you know indeed indeed it's like good on you mate like uh, you discovered that yeah and just say well done if you like this maybe try these an example or try this as an example you know you have like um, oh so you liked punk well you might like this because it's got a bit of a tropical hit i can't taste the tropic in 
punk, but that's probably come through years of student drinking abuse. But yeah. it's like a sour now. Like somebody said to me the other day, oh, I would tell you what I would love, Boatman. And I was like, what would you love, good sir? And they said to me, I would like a jam donut IPA. Well, guess what? A company's already done it, or a brewery's already done it. It's Tiny Rebel. It's called Pump Up the Jam. It's very Pump sweet, very jam. strong. Um, if you have it in pints, beware. It does catch you off guard because it's, it's not as weak as you think it'd be, but it's quite a Moorish drink. I gave him a can. He was like, oh, this is amazing. And he's a guy who normally drinks, um, you know, ale, uh, not not craft ales. He'll drink like Stella, Cronenberg, all this kind of stuff. Not, I'm not like even flaming the like French and Belgian lagers, but he would drink that. Now he's like, oh, I'd love to be able to try something like this. He keeps coming up with all this weird stuff, and then I'm like, well, there is a beer for that, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like those old Apple adverts or whatever. There's an app for that, you know. Think, that's what think it's different. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, no, I, I get a, that. I have a big issue in our in our hobby. You know, our, our you know, granted it's drinking, so our, our it's not even you know, it's kind of like why are you behaving like this to people who are trying to because this just um, all it does is shove people out, all it does is exactly. shove people out and say you're not welcome in this space because you are not drinking, you know, big Pete, big Dave. Big Dave Peterson's lager, uh, sorry, Big Dave Peterson's craft ale that's been made in a shed with man semen. That's all that fucking says to me is that you're not you're not allowed in this inclusive little group because you weren't there when we looked at this. Well, yeah. You know, it's like, oh man, why why behave this way? You know? Like respect to the OGs, but if you're gonna act like a cunt, exactly. fuck you. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like I can understand. Craft uh, craft breweries wanting to maintain their independence. I have no issue with that at all. If you are a craft brewery doing your thing, creating various uh, unique ales, so like Brew York, they're a big one of mine. I love Brew York. They do loads of random stuff. You just think, oh, what's this? And next thing you're like, bang, this is top quality. Another reason, shout out to Brew York. 450 mil can minimum, uh, 440 mil can minimum. Man cannot be dealing with Coke, <laughs> Coke, can sized IPAs, especially if they require more than one to get a true flavor. If you're, you know, there's a lot of a lot of breweries that I love. So Tiny Rebel are another one. Northern Monk, yes. I like their stuff. And people will be like, oh, Rob Oatman, you're just naming really popular ones here. Well, there's another one in Sweden that I love, um, 50-50. There's all these other ones. There's a, um, a, 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 a lots of local tap houses, like in, in Sheffield train station, in various train stations up and down the UK. There's these little independent, and they get cas casks in from other breweries. They do other stuff. Cameron's, I quite like their two from Claw stuff. Um, yep. more crafty stuff um but a lot of these a lot of these older breweries now are understanding that people want craft ale they don't just want lager after a night out at work don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with that stuff but if your palate doesn't want that then you should be encouraged to try and find what your palate wants exactly yeah. So I don't like the way our, our community can be very insular and the way they don't encourage. Like, I'm all for discussion and debate and all this kind of stuff. But if you're just going to be a, an obnoxious twat, then why? who are you to gatekeep my fucking hobby that I love, you prick? You know? Yeah, exactly. That, that is it. That, is it. Um, that could be another quote for the episode. Who are you to gatekeep, gatekeeper my hobby, you fucking prick? And that happens in a few of my hobbies, not because I'm some sort of elitist snob who does random stuff like ham radio or whatever. Um, shout out to all the OGs, bandwidth gang, yep, yep. gang. I, um, 
I just don't get why we are in that. Like me and you will talk about beer. So this degenerate the other day, um, I, I am partially responsible for this. So we were talking about beer and I said to him, sometimes you will find a beer that absolutely claps and it is amazing. The problem is you can't get it anymore. The breweries mm-hmm. stop making it or they don't document it. I hope that I hope number three don't happen there. I hope the latter is not um you know, I hope you know. I hope that is not the case. I hope people, because we, we, we're going to have some really genius brewers, aren't we? And you know, I don't know what the professional term is, but I'm just going to call them brewers for now. If you have somebody yep. who makes a, a, you know, an absolute banging beer, you don't want them to forget the recipe. You want it to, be of course, of course, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want that. And we were, and we was, and I was saying to you, some of these beers that I've been drinking recently are either a little bit tricky to get a hold of in the UK. They're a little bit pricey, but then it yep. goes down to the I don't get drink to get shit faced. I drink because I want to enjoy the taste of said beer. So you don't. I don't have a choice, mate. How do you mean? Because, like, you know me, Mister, like one third, I'm gone. <laughs> i don't have a choice like I'm if not I drink, exactly, yeah. you know i've not i'm not exactly <laughs> a seasoned drinker anymore but i understand what you're saying you 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 drink because you enjoy the flavor so you don't mind paying a little bit more for a drink because you know you're going to savor it and enjoy it people don't have that issue with food or wine so why can't it be the same with our our hobby and so well again it's the gatekeepers like uh, as yeah i mean the wine industry has its own like they're quite notorious uh, oh. Coffee is the same. Weed I, I, is the same as well. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I just—it's it, interesting because I've got a um, a a a a friend of my nephew um, works in a vineyard. He's like an apprentice. He works as an apprentice, I believe, in a vineyard, okay. or he's studying like winology is not the the word, but I'm just going to make that up. I sound really uncultured. I'm not a master. He's a sommelier. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. So he's training to be that. And he he was telling me about wine terrorists and how other vineyards (laughs) would come in and drop like, um, you know, like, like, um, insects or, yeah, not even like insects, like, um, um, like a, um, an invasive species, yeah, like an inv- yeah, like a, um, yeah. So you could say like a bug that eats all the grapes or whatever, and or like, like another this. plant. And he said it's like there's like wine mafia. So if you start doing things the wrong way, he says there's like a big French wine mafia. And I'm like, okay. oh my god, you know, yeah. say hello to my little friend. They just pull out a baguette and beat you with it. Like, Shout out know, vegan terrorism. Shout out fuck, fuck vegan terrorists attacking man's firewalls out here. So um, <laughs> effectively, you. Um, you you've got that kind of thing in every in every in every in every industry. But people don't moan about when they're getting like four bottles or five six bottles of twenty bar from a supermarket, you know, or whatever nope. in terms of wine. But as soon as I buy uh, four can four for six pound from ASDA or Mozzers or wherever I'm buying it from, you get criticized. Suddenly it's like, oh, you like you that? Get That's from put a on the cross. You know, and it's yeah. like, stop it, you pricks. You know, and yeah, the funny exactly. thing is. The more acceptable our beer becomes, the better it becomes for the ecosystem. We're having yes. a major issue with the moment, aren't we, with um, breweries and, and furloughed workers. And I know the UK brewing industry is going through challenging times, like all the other sectors are with the big Rona gang. And um, and, and the government are, are not helping small breweries, and they need to, because those small breweries are making, drinking, or they might come out with the next bang. And just imagine if another brewery comes out with the next punk, You'll be like, oh, man, I wish I'd have known about that company. But they may never happen because the government aren't helping our small breweries. 
Mm-hmm. I sound like one of these camera neck beards, don't I? Like, but I'm, not, I'm <laughs> really not. I'm really not. I do have a camera membership. Shout out. Um, Shout out. But it, it, it's a it's a challenging time for every every industry right now. But our beer industry is being left behind and not helped because of the government. So you've got all these people who moan about things going mainstream, but the more mainstream accepted our, our hobby is the more they can leverage prices you know the more volatile afford... the more money that goes into it the more people buy and are aware of the intricacies the better and the people really. who work in that industry are paid an acceptable level of salary yeah yeah wins. exactly Where you want it to be i don't want to hear i the thing is right it's like that like that bit of a meme, isn't it, where people offer to pay you in exposure. Well, exposure oh. of Big Dave's Recipe 101 ain't going to help people, is it? Ain't going to pay exposure. You know, I can't just go to the, you know, go to your landlord and say, oh, yeah, can I pay you in exposure this month? Don't fucking work like that. That is not the way the world rolls. Yep. I mean, bills to pay. Exactly. So the more, the more money, that, the more, the bigger contracts that a company can have with a supermarket, a distributor, a retailer, whatever they are, that is better for that brewery. The more exactly. I that take it, it's better for that, you know, better for that brewery. Um, and, and obviously there'll be exclusivity agreements and all the rest of it, but nobody should gatekeep the craft beer hobby and and say no one should gatekeep any hobby like you shouldn't be a gatekeeper you should be a guide you should be an enabler like i yes this guy's degeneracy so it goes oh, back God. to the point we were making about <laughs> availability yeah yes me and you were talking about four for six pound if you can buy four cans of craft beer that's of an acceptable standard for six pounds you're on a winner there yes you know that's however however this this motherfucker right Um, called out for this a couple days ago a couple days ago linked me on it no it wasn't yesterday i'm sure it was because you've been fiending since then no 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 like when you linked me the um the retro bundle uh two days ago wednesday that's when it was yes Yeah, yeah yeah so um yeah got 48 cans for 41 pounds yeah, yeah. Easy. With free delivery, especially yeah. because you filled a box, I assume. Yeah, you yeah. didn't even need to think about it. I mean, that is accept like that that is accessible, that is um good value for money, and that is um supporting the economy. So what did you drink say, out man? to help out? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So what did you say? Because you were talking about the prices of it obviously per can when you worked it out. Um, yeah. Or did you just translate it to, to pesos? Uh, um, it's about 95p. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's less than a. And, and we're not talking about like all your standard stuff. There's like punk in there. There's lost lager, 5 a.m. saying. But the big two for me are zombie cake and AZ Jane. I'm not, a, I'm not a, yep. a, a porter drinker, but AZ Jane's my thing. And uh, yep. I think that was in one of the OG bundles for, for Brewdog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it can be quite hard to get in bundles. You can get it in packs of four or whatever now. But my, uh, my, you know, obviously my, um, my issue, obviously, that was on a clearance sale, but that should have been like seventy pound on its own, I think. And then you can yes. get like forty-five, and then forty-one with a code, but whatever. That's really acceptable. And let's be honest, those beers by today's standard aren't shit. They're like an nope. acceptable standard. I don't want to dog dog. And if you were to cheap. buy individually, it'd be about two pounds a can. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. So you retail, can, anyway. That's that's my point. Like we are at a, a stage now where it is. Um, 
where beer is acceptable price, acceptable level of, um, you know, acceptable level of um, availability. You know, if I can, you know, you can, <laughs> excuse me, I'm dying. You can pretty much go to an offie these days and just, um, and just grab a beer. And it could be any yeah. beer. The offie near where I live is like, what's that? What's that really famous shop? Aladdin's Cove or whatever they call it, that phrase. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a, it's like an Aladdin's Cove of like beer. I'll go in there and I'll see something that's still in date, but was produced like six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago, and it's completely sold out everywhere. I go in there with my phone. I'm like, "Raw, what's this? Walk the line or hold the line?" It was like a, I think it was a Magic Rock one. It was that Berlin advice we were talking about. The, yes, like ginger and lemongrass or something, um, something like that. And I walk or ginger or um, ginger and lime or whatever. We I linked it to you the other day. Yes. Yeah, uh, how much was it? it? It was like one ninety five a can, two pound ten a can, and I'm like, oh. oh, I've never seen this before. It says it's limited run. Watch it not be limited run. I want to look like a prick, but when I looked, it was limited run, and I bought about four cans of the stuff. It was real good, man, real good. Some stuff you can't always get here because of the UK US import, all that yes. kind of stuff. But it's the same breath. I am happy to pay. I'll level with the viewers here. I am happy to pay anywhere between four pounds and fifteen pounds for a drink of a craft beer and now the reason mm -hmm. it's so high to 15 is because omnipolo that dutch brewery i think the dutch um or they might be belgian they create some really nice flavors but they're on the top end of the price i've no mm -hmm. problem doing that because there'll be a skill or an ingredient that warrants that price yeah but like with like you were talking about the clearance from Brewdog, the retro bundle, I can rock on to a website, check the clearance. So sometimes you'll find back to the point I'm making, you'll find stuff there that is in date, not long left in date, but beer doesn't go tragically taste wise down the down the floor, does it? If it's a little bit yeah. out of date, you can cop some real good bargains of beers that you would never have had to try before because you weren't around when they were brewed or you weren't in the hobby. You're not allowed in this hobby because it's supermarket beer. Fuck you, cunt. You know, that's it. You know, it, it is that's that, it. It is that thing like that cherry um that Ber that cherry Berliner vice I've been having um the Amundsen stuff, the um the double apocalypse and all this other stuff I've been having is is real good and it was cheap. You know, the Omnipolo double blackberry sour had, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff has been, it was like £2, £3, 10 at most a can. And uh -huh. it was like half price, 70% off. And I'll take that because you and I both know that it won't last over the, the, the end date, you know, <laughs> it won't go out mm -hmm. of in terms of flavor. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think we're in, a, we're in an interesting time now. You can almost walk into anywhere, get a nice beer, and that's that. Um, one thing I would like to mention before we move on to the next topic, though, is um, one thing, and I, I used to really like Witherspoons for doing this, but they've slowly gone down in my estimation, is they used to have a beer festival. They still do, I think, every year, and it's like a week or two weeks long, and there's some mm -hmm. really nice beers that they have on. Um, and, and for me, it is um, it was indicative of getting people to drink craft ale-type stuff, um so i've got a friend uh, shout out to ed snowden he um he loves stouts and porters uh, it's not the real ed snowden by the way but he knows it <laughs> um and um we were talking about hacks or yeah we went into spoons one night after work for a cheeky beer i got like a hazy jane or something or a, or a, a clockwork tangerine or somewhere and he got a um and he got a porter called coconut shy 
or cocoa nutter or something. He said it was real good and it was good value, very cheap. Um, but we've been in before and we've been able to get like, um, I think one was like a coconut, lemon, raisin, something else in the middle of the beer fest. So you get these random things you'd never try and they're super cheap. And you just think, I don't even need to worry about getting a third of these. I can have a half or a pint. Not because you want to get shit-faced, but because it's exceptional. You know, sometimes buying a pint of a craft beer can be quite expensive, which is why they tend to sell in thirds. But unless you, yes. know you want something, don't buy a pint of it. Buy a third of it or get a taste of it. Ask politely and you'll get a taste. Just don't be a knob. And they'll probably exactly. say, hey, you can have a bit. Highway. Uh, and then you end up and if you, you 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 know i tend to when i go in somewhere not because i'm a freeloader i'll have heart i'll have a, a taste of one thing taste of another with a bit of water so a palate cleanse and i'll be like oh that's real good oh that's also really good and in the end you'll have you'll end up having one of the two whether you have both later on is different you might have a third of that now a third of that later and um and that and that's just the, the nature of the beast um so you know that is you know that that is it really um, mm-hmm. I, I, can't, um, I can't think of any improvements other than our government need to make and other than supporting our local breweries and drink responsibly and drink in moderation. You don't need to get, you know, you don't need to fucking get crunk every night, you know, have a cheat. And there's nothing wrong with having a beer, not every day, but having a couple of beers a week, just a third. I'm talking like, four, I'm talking like less than a litre a week, you know. Right. Yeah, when yeah. you say a liter, it sounds a lot, but in reality, it's two or three cans. Some two or three cans, so easy. Twenty minutes, like me, fucking do, Jen. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Now, we'll move on to the next thing, which is more your bag. So, topic number four: cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. So, um, at the moment, at the moment, is it's one of the best times to buy crypto right now. Uh, there's been a recent downtrend. Yeah. Um, because there was a rally, there was a massive rally uh, with Ethereum uh, for the most part because of a, um, a system called uh, decentralized finance or DeFi. Yeah, and a lot of these um, a lot of these projects are based on the Ethereum blockchain and uh, utilizes ERC twenty tokens. I'm sure this is going to sound uh, like gibberish to a lot of people. However. My advice at the moment, buy some fucking crypto, you nonces, because. Right. Before he abuses anybody anymore, I should advise that we're not financial experts. We just like making a bit of extra P. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. You know, two, um, it's very risky uh, buying. It's very, very risky. Please don't I mean, take it as a surefire way to make money. Uh, just invest what you can afford to lose. Yes, that's a good way. Just think of it as gambling, but not quite. Um, so yes, there's lots of um, there's lots of there's, um, there's lots of liquidity in the market at the moment. So uh, yeah, if you're gonna buy, obviously do your research. But I'm quite bullish about uh, two coins specifically, uh, Ethereum, and um, the, <laughs> there's actually two more. Uh, there is CRO, uh, the Crypto.com coin. Yeah, which is used for staking, and uh, there's another one called Swipe, which will be uh, available in the U.S. and Europe, and also Asia very, very, very soon. So I can see, I can see Asia adopting it before the rest of the world. I, I remember hearing a couple of years ago about Toshiba or something implementing like uh, like Bitcoin and blockchain transactions before anybody else. Yeah, I mean. Uh, 
that might be bullshit, but I'm pretty crafty sure. Crafty Asians. It's just crafty Asians. They know uh, they know the shit. And a lot of these crypto companies are based out in Hong Kong and Singapore at the moment. So just as a just as a tip, crypto's on the rise again. Um just cost average. Uh, look up uh, a concept called cost averaging and yeah, just buy in small increments. You don't need to buy a whole Ethereum. You don't need to buy a whole Bitcoin because well, who can afford right. Who can afford a whole Bitcoin? When I put you on ETH, ETH uh, was cheap when I first put you on ETH uh, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a good currency to watch out for. Uh, yeah. Real cheap. You could buy, you could get a lot of ETH for, for bare P. Uh, yeah. Uh, now it's obviously changed now. Uh, now if you've got any ETH, Drive a holding it for it to go up, or you'll accept eventually um, take a um, take always a, take profits, though. That's yeah, the thing, yeah. always take profits, yeah. like even if it's even it's a, even if it's only a, a few pence, yeah. really. I, I remember reading there's a I think it's called Piers Marais or Pierre, I probably butchered his surname. He's like a product director at Currency Cloud. I, I read an okay. article by him on financial extra or finextra.com. And he said to me, and he, and he quoted an article from somebody, the first words of his article say are something along the lines of a more, in-person, a more, in, more intelligent person than me once said, uh, cryptocurrency is everything you don't understand about money combined with everything people don't understand about computers or something along <laughs> that effect. And I think it's quite right. Uh, it's quite right. I mean, um, the majority of the population are still clueless as to what this Bitcoin stuff is. People are clueless how to turn on the fucking computers. Let's not lie about it. From people who sure. work in IT. All the IT people, whether they're sysadmins, developers, first line, second line, third line, infrastructure, whatever. All the guys are like, rah, talk, preach, boatman, because they understand that pain like I do. Talk to a brother. Talk to a brother, exactly. Don't talk to Frank, talk to boatman. Um, exactly. So, yeah, um, and the, and he goes on to talk about like banks fearing crypto and all this other stuff, and it's like the fight or flight response. It's quite an interesting article, um, but it, but it, that summed it up pretty well, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was gonna. I knew gonna say that. So yeah, that um, that I that's all I've got to say on crypto. I'm not an expert by any means on it. Um, I was more lucky than skill, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, the way I stumbled upon it was uh, luck as well. I mean, it was through necessity, but through necessity comes luck. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just yeah, just buying just, just buying some plants off the the Silk Road <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. I tell you what, that's a really dangerous subject to talk on, but I think we should talk on it as opposed to my capitalism bullshit, although it mixes in quite well with it. Um, well, I, I mean, like the like if if anyone's un, uh, unaware, the Silk Road was a peer-to-peer market where uh, goods and services were sold. Yeah. And uh, how much money? I'd love to know a stat, and not from some fucking NSA or CIA think tank who just quotes some bullshit. I would love to know if you could ever find out. Obviously, it'd be very difficult to how much money actually went through the Silk Road. And I'm not talking about the OG trading route. I'm talking about this one. It's got to be like quadrillions or some other number that we don't have. You know, that would be that would be a very very good. Um, metric to get because it's quite a lot 
Because it's going to be quite a lot. Free. The banks can't have any. They didn't get their greedy fucking mitts off it. The robbing cunts. You know that, so. and um, the amount, uh, the amount that Bitcoin has gone up since then. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you measure it in Bitcoin, like it's, like, I can't even fathom what the number is in uh, in fiat currency, whether it's USD or GBP. It, it don't matter what it is, because you know, for lack of a better word, it's going to be. A fucking shitload. Yeah, that is it. That is it. The quantity, a shitload, probably does doesn't even do it justice. So you have to add the f bomb in front. So, yeah, it's um, it's certainly um, certainly interesting to figure out. I'd love to know. I'd love. To, I, I bet there'll be a number out there. I'm tempted to check it after we finish recording, just to see, because uh, obviously we don't. We can't just Joe Rogan and shout pull up Jamie because we don't have yep. Jamie. So, um, yep, Jamie. So, um, it's kind of what do we, um, what do we, you know? That I'd look. I just love to know. I just I, it, in, stuff like this interests me. But you've got all like all the bankers going. That's money hmm. we could have drained Mister Ten Percent off. We could have charged on that. Well, let's guess what you've had. You've had. You've had enough greed for money over the years. You've caused many financial bank collapses. Northern Rock. Northern Rock. Fuck you guys. You're taking all this taxpayer money to get bailed out, and you're still getting big boy pensions, big boy pay, exactly, big boy bonuses, big boy bonuses, and you're all fucking nonsense. Legit. There's loads of evidence of that. So I'm not going to get into a. Not going to go too far down that. But yes. Um, Crypto is certainly an interesting topic, and from a um, from a technology perspective, it also interests me because anybody can create it almost. You know? Exactly, anybody can do it. Right. You know, maybe we should maybe we should just set up a coin, both man coin, noms coin. Let's do it. We can give it. We can give it to all the politicians. You know, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. You should coin. actually. You should actually look into um, creating a coin. Yeah. Let's do we it. should do that. Yeah, yeah. Look, we should do that after the uh, after next the episode. What we're going to call the coin? Stick it in the comments. Got to sound like a YouTube shill. <laughs> yeah, you comments. are. You are. Look at you. Yeah. You're learning. So, get it in the comments. What you think we should call it? Um, obviously, I'm going to vote for Nons Coin. Dogecoin <laughs> exists. Oh uh, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Degen Coin. Degen <laughs> Coin. Oh, I've got another uh, one, but I'm not saying that out loud because somebody will nick it. The one viewer we've got will be like, I'm buying this shit. So I'm buying this shit right now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to topic number five, which was I was going to talk about capitalism and uh-huh. and how we are in the world, but I, I think we can sum it up. We're gonna I'm gonna put six topics on the podcast. We're gonna do number five, and we're just gonna say if so, for example, me and you made oh god, what are they called innocent. You know, the big smoothie company? Yes. They started off ethical ideas, all the rest of this stuff. Then Coca-Cola came in for them, didn't they? And they sold yeah. quite a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Here's the million-dollar question. Actually, it was more than a million dollars. But if you started a business and big dog like that came in for your business and said, we'll give you 20 million, say it's just me and you run it, 10 million each, yeah? And we still get to keep a portion of the company or whatever. Get 10 million each, percentage of the company, whatever that may be, yeah? Yep. Would you sell? So uh, I was in this position last year with Kite Labs. Um, a venture a venture capitalist offered me um, a substantial amount uh, for majority stake of the company, 51%. 
and I said no because I'm of inventing. my 51%. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making um, you because of me, but I want 51%. Yeah, Fuck off. Yeah, they want 50, 51%. And I thought, uh, not quite yet. Greedy. Not con. quite yet. Because because um, what venture capitalists do, uh, as good as they are, they will um, they will do that yeah. and then slowly, slowly eat your company from you by setting very unrealistic expectations. Yeah. However, however, um, knowing what I know now and um, the state of the economy and all that, I would probably sell because of um, if I were still to um, retain shares. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And also, it's 10 mil fell. Yeah, this is what I was just going to write. So viewers who are listening, I would have just, at that point when he said, mm, and he started saying all this waffly bullshit, so he sounded like ethical, I would just say straight up, man's taking the 10 mil, see ya. And that, See ya. Not because I'm a fucking dog, but the chance of somebody from my background, both of our backgrounds, straight off the boat, um, you know what I mean? For you mm. anyway, somebody, you know, two people to see that kind our, of money from our socio-economical background is very, very low. We take 10 milli now, that, you know... Uh, we turn that into, like, more at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's Rich people never lose their money. But yeah. what I'm saying is that, inc that increases the financial gain of our future generations yes yes it wouldn't even be for me like what the fuck am i going to do with 10 mil you yeah i know shout out to brew dog i know what you the thing is right we you'd get that yeah and then it would be you know you have a child i have a child they would gain some of that money we would buy nice assets i would certainly so i would buy a house and property and all that kind of stuff yeah yep, yep. just a little bit in some startup companies and then when they you know you almost become a venture capitalist in yourself with that. An angel investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better term, yeah. But what I'm saying is I would have taken that straight away, buy a house, then you've got eight and a half mil or whatever left. Um, you know, I can finally import my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, all this kind of stuff, because if you get money, you you know, you try to play, the, you, blind, you know, I could just pay to have a smuggled it, because fucking nice. Yeah, <laughs> mail order. The process. Um, so it is... Um, it, it, for me, it'd be an instant yes, but I would. There would obviously be certain caveats. I would like to have some share in the business. I'd like a role or whatever. Um, or if they said just keep running the business, we own it and we just cream off the top, then I'd take that. Um, yes. But obviously, at some point, I would like them to become ethical. But the main thing is, you could take that ten mil and just set up a new business that is so efficient from the bottom up that yes. you don't repeat all the mistakes you made. Exactly, you know, because loads of people do that. Loads of people sell up their company and then make another one, and uh, and I can and I can see the the logic behind it. So for me, um, it is very much that I would take the money and run and live happily ever after. Because in so I'm you know nearly thirty two for sake of argument. Um, forty years will probably be dead. Fifty years will be dead. It's yep. very unlikely you spend 10 million in 50 years unless you're a fucking degenerate. Uh, yeah, exactly. Obviously, it's, it's a different type of lifestyle, but I do loads of cool shit. Like, go back to university and just pay my way through a master's. I don't mean pay somebody else to do it. I mean, I would actually <laughs> I would actually do something and do the hard yards. I'd do something cool that exactly. I really wanted to do, like criminology. I know that's yep. like, and people will be like, that's a fake degree, Bowman, but I'd love to do it because it's interesting or a science, you know. 
um, or whatever, you know, there'd be stuff that I would like to do and I would be able to, you know, a lot of people worry about going to university because of the price and all the rest of it. I would do that and you'd be able to do it in a heartbeat, you know. In a heartbeat, yeah, and exactly. sign up for a course, like. Yeah, just that thing, oh, you know, online, I want, you know, all this other kind of stuff. I'd, um, I'd build, I'd, I'd buy a house, obviously buying property and land and stuff in the UK is quite difficult, but um, mm -hmm. I would I'd do it and I'd build like quite an, an eco-friendly house, you know. Yeah, compound, compound, get compound. It sounds like a fucking favela or something. I would, <laughs> I would do that. Um, I would love to get involved in esports. Um, yes. So than I am, but I think that would drain the funds too quickly. So I would just sort of, um, you know, just, just take it slow. Yeah, just um, take off, take off your like things on your bucket list. Exactly. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying buy a Lambo. I'm saying buy a buy a tofu mobile. You know. Yeah, um, what else would I do? I'd, I'd go on holiday. I go on lots of fucking holidays, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'd still do normal shit. Like, I wouldn't buy a cleaner, you know. Why would I need a cleaner, you know? Obviously, yeah, clean your own damn room. Yeah, exactly, you fucking degenerates. Learn to pay your, you know, <laughs> do your own garden. Unless you're super yeah, exactly. and can afford it, but whatever. Um, I, I think it would be a case of, it, the only thing I think we would need if we're that well, I'm not saying 10 million super rich is rich, but you need a financial advisor. You need a financial advisor. You need a bodyguard, probably. Mm, I mean, we could we could hold our own, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, you don't want to catch yeah. these hands. Come at me, <laughs> no, no, no. Extinction Rebellion, come at me, bro. Um, <laughs> you don't obviously you don't want to. Um, you don't, you, you know, there, there is a security for you. Banged in the face by me. You don't you don't want a thingy, do you? You don't want to. Um, you don't want to put your family at risk. Imagine if you've got like a wife and a young daughter, you know. Yeah, you, sure, you can, sure, um, sure. You know, one thing I would do is I'd get a really nice dog. Um, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get a nice dog. I would probably get one of those really expensive train dogs. That okay, I get really nine huskies and, straight up. Uh, I'd just get probably <laughs> an Corso or another working dog that is um snuggle dog at home, protects my child, yep. protects my wife. But uh -huh. if somebody comes and tries to hand that work, you know, man's biting their neck, man straight yeah. straight in there. It's Cerberus no. gang, you know. No, I'm, I'm getting I'm, I'm getting nine huskies straight up. Nine huskies sl sled gang. Go. <laughs> yeah, sled gang. There you go. So that's but you know, you do shit like that. You you, you might try and walk the Antarctic or you do all this random stuff that money prevents you doing. Um, yeah. like there's a lot of people who live a great lifestyle, like um what's the climber called? Alex Honnold. Alex Arnold, yeah, oh my yeah, god, OG, OG. My, um, my a guy I used to work with was fucking obsessed with him, and he was a climber. I've been climbing once with this guy, and I could haul myself up, but I was fucked. I'm glad my lower legs were as strong as they are, because my upper body's weak, weak game. So, um, and, and he showed me a lot of his video, like when he climbs that, is he climbs that cliff in Columbia or whatever? It's something, I can't remember what it's called, but showed me the video, and I was petrified. But then I watched a video with this, and Alex Arnold, and he lives like a great lifestyle. Like he climbs, he camps, he lives in his yeah, yeah. He just lives like in his van. A van or whatever, but and all mm -hmm. the rest of it. He's got a house now. He's got a house. Got a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it, bought he's bought a property in Nevada, so he could be close to like um the um the rocks out there. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. See, I, I I can I can fuck with that because that's a uh... and Nevada property is so cheap. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, not a lot of people want to live in the desert. I would. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. You know, if the real... Space, no, you're just, you're just saying that because you're close to Vegas. 
oh yeah do you, I don't <laughs> want to go to vegas to be honest but yeah it's yeah. on the list but these are the things i'm saying like these are no, the honold honold is like um he's an enigma really i know i know but, but you know what i'm saying though he lives life exactly how he li- you know you don't see alex honold going oh i'm gonna have to fucking not afraid i'm not gonna be able to afford this bullshit this month or whatever not saying we're constrained by money but we are we're we are to this people are going to be like right this guy on fucking joe rogan we 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 are constrained by society and the things that are expected of us yes um, so when you do something slightly out of the norm like you go and live in a van you like van life has always been popular but the last couple of years everybody's like van life this van life that rah rah yeah. rah and that's cool i completely fuck with that shit i think it's great i think it's fantastic you know if you can passively create income through youtube all these various other entities or your skills or go whatever, for it go yeah, for it go for it man that is cool you get to see things that we don't see every day the most interesting thing i used to occasionally see on my commute to work a pigeon shitting on someone or you know, <laughs> somebody who somebody who was uh, polite to me uh somebody, <laughs> somebody who let me get off the fucking train first um the person who managed to write boatman on my fucking um starbucks cup you know <laughs> you know all this kind of stuff it's uh, mm-hmm. it is um it's cool because they get to live the life they want and they they do like when you went when you disappeared to like new york and wherever or fucking wherever you went to find yourself and we all still knew you were a massive cunt when you came back um when you you know people want to live that lifestyle you know what I mean? yeah um and i think i think it's quite worrying um to i'm gonna i'm gonna put like a, a like an, an emotional point on this um, our young people, obviously I'm not young, you are not young, but our young people are heavily influenced by people who are under the abuse, under influence abuse. They are under a, a, a huge level of clout chasing, you know? Yes. Not. A lot of these people who, who are influencers, who are, um, you know, who are extremely... Um, toxic i'm going to say toxic because they're not but they are they're manipulative they are they are they're not toxic in terms of like a, a game sensor toxic but their their mentality is not healthy they're saying oh i did this i did that do this you know quote 10 percent here quote 10 percent there they don't care about those products they just care about you getting involved with those products they just care about creaming off the top and we've got so many of these people bombarded in like social media um the social media generation is nearly two generations now. is is horrible. It's 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 extremely toxic, and you feel like you can't. A lot of people can't make um, informed decisions because lots of people make decisions based off what is popular and what is cool. Essentially, don't get don't get sold a dream that isn't very sustainable. Yes, in short, yeah. There's there's lots of these people who are. Um, who, who who don't live sustainable lives or they don't live healthy lives or they claim that they're self-made but they're actually comfortable but then they're, they're not you know? it's just sort of like imagine you know going back to the 10 million selling out our business yeah you mm-hmm. and me both have ch- a child uh, our child will have a certain level of expectation yes from from their own life because they have grown up with bunny but i would hope i am grown up enough and i would be a responsible parent to say you know what you little shit i wouldn't say that <laughs> child to child support child Shout out. Worker. i wouldn't say any of these things i would say to them look this is what i grew up with 
I wouldn't be, I'm not, right, here's a go, here's a prime example now, when I am on a train and I see a young child, so a teenager, with like a new latest and greatest iPhone, oh my god, my arsehole starts twitching, because I know in a couple of weeks I'm going to see that said child, and their phone screen's going to look like it's been run over by a motherfucking tank, they'll have dropped it, <laughs> smashed it, chipped it, and it's not about just the technology, it's just their parents are paying a lot of pee for that. You know, yep. they probably spent quite a lot of money on buying that, whether it's SIM only, however they've bought it, yeah. And they just they've just clotted it up, they've just smashed it up, and they just think it's disposable. It's not. Have some respect for the things you've got. Um, and and I I wouldn't want my child to be like that, despite me coming from a you know a, a decent amount of wealth. You know, I don't want to be in that position where you think wealth is disposable. Um, yeah, you want to you want to instill values, I guess is the word into your children. You want to instill exactly values because, um, as quoted in the world famous anime Naruto, you know, a dropout will surpass a genius with hard work. Exactly. Kage bunch. Exactly. Two gang. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the weaves watching. But that's it. That's all I've got to say on this on this topic. I know it went a bit capitalist, but. Um, it, that's that's a classic boatman rant, though. I know, I know, but it's true. It's um, it's what I expect from other people. So when it's, I, it's what I expect to myself. So when I'm not, um, when I don't get it from other people, it, it disappoints me. Uh, it, I, yeah. It's unacceptable that we are raising a generation of pe not responsible people. You know, people who think everything's judged by how many YouTube views you've got, how much, how many follow. Oh, mate, what's your Insta? How about you just ask for my phone number or say, hello, it's nice to meet you. Don't ask me how many followers I've got on fucking Insta because man don't care. You know, you don't care. You know, it's, um, you know, we've got a, um, we've got a very big shift in culture. Right. Me and you both grew up when the internet was shit, basically. Um, 56K gang. 56K, ISDN, if you're a big baller. And we've grown up with technology adapting so fast that technology has adapted so fast that it kind of had an ethical implication when we were growing up. Nowadays, mm -hmm. everything's that everything's growing, but it's growing in a different style. It's not technology is eventually going to sort of stop, like Moore's law says, or it's going yes. to be bigger to get smaller again. But it's going to stop eventually, and that's and and kids nowadays don't really. I'm not saying they don't appreciate back in my day all that bullshit. They don't appreciate the um, what the internet's actually doing to you, like programming. I'm not standing on some like David Icke conspiracy here, but people are just not responsible. Um, Stick it, just be accountable, really. Yeah, hell, yeah, be you know, be accountable for your own development and your own, um, and I guess your own. Um, your own influences and what you do, you know, make informed decisions just because it goes back to the classic. I always, whenever we have a big, um, you know, when we, when me and you have a big, um, uh, discussion about something and we can always turn it back to politics. Um, I have no problem people having democracy on their mind, whatever they want to do. Yeah. The thing I have a massive issue is that they don't vote for themselves. They vote because somebody has said, do this, you know, just yep. big Pete down pubs told you to vote Labour. Don't vote Labour, or don't vote Labour because your family's always voted Labour or Conservative, or whatever your political ilk may be. Make an informed decision on what is best for you and your future. Yes. And that is it. And that is all I have to say on that matter because we have lots of, there's a lots of um, 
lies in the media. There's lots of lies from politicians. I'm not going to lie. There is. They're just bare lies. Everyone's got their own agenda and like it's in their best interest to align themselves with yours. But like, look after yourself. Uh, make an informed, uh, make an informed decision for you, your kin, uh, your mandem. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like obviously you are uh, not to be horrible and sound like fucking Brexit gang gang, but you are an immigrant to this country. I am a fucking immigrant. I would never because you are my you are we are your friends. I would never. <laughs> um, I would never. Um, endanger you or your family by passing by voting for some bullshit policy about you know send the buggers back that's a fucking thing all these rampant uh. racists love to say i would never say i would never do something to harm no, i would never vote those sort of um those policies because they're quite harmful i'm not saying they aren't um relative to each voting group but i see no value in that and definitely leave to remain gay. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, what <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, you know. we are, um, And that's it. People just need to be a bit more ethical. They need to be able to see the wider picture about yeah. why decisions are made, why you should make that decision. What is the risk of not making an informed decision, you know? you could To go back to the point we made about Extinction Rebellion and climate change, if people are a bit more responsible about what they did for climate, the world be a lot nicer place. It's true. You know? Just recycle, you can't. Yeah, and stop pissing in the oceans. <laughs> and doing all this weird shit, like chucking, <laughs> you know, all this other bullshit people do, like dumping shit. Stop dumping <laughs> shit everywhere. Man, don't want to see a fucking seal with a beer. Yeah, okay. shout, out, shout out my surfer gang. Oh, uh, yeah, pissing your wetsuit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I even did it when I went on holiday. I went, I rode a horse for a bit. You know, yeah. Nature's nature stallion. Let's go, champ. Let's well, go. Well, it was painful because I thought I broke my spine. So I'd oh, never ridden before, um, and and I hurt myself. Like, uh, the, basically, I think the guys who took us riding must have, you know, must have thought, oh, you know, this fat cunt's going to enjoy this. They gave me like fucking booking bronco, didn't they? It was like booker, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeehaw, motherfucker. And I'm like, no, I cannot get this beast under control. You know. Somebody got like old Bessie from Westfall just chilling. Nice steady from Westfall. Fucking shout out to the Wow Gang. Um, somebody got old Bessie from Westfall. I get fucking Swift Palomino 100G Steed and I'm fucking fall off. I had body armor and I had a helmet on and I fucking landed like on my tailbone. Oh god, tailbone gang. I thought I'd been I thought I'd been bummed. It hurt. I was in quite a lot of discomfort. Could barely walk, you know. It was not. It was not pleasant. Um, so, yeah, I tried to. I tried to use nature's travel, and ended up with a sore ass. Yeah, Another there you quotable. go. I've dropped three quotables here right now. Any of these could be the could be the name of this fucking episode. Oh, Fourteen quid though. Say. So obviously, you know, <laughs> just to recap, we've gone through BM antis and how they always like to stick their nose in Extinction Rebellion, making everyone's life hard, but they have quite a good cause. So I'm not going to flame them too hard, but you know, just stop being cunts about it. Just think about the wider impact of what you're doing. Blocking core services, like Pagu says, critical services. If you've caused somebody's death, you should be ashamed of yourself. Now, as cool as your fucking pink boat looks, don't do that. Don't do it. Number three, beer degenerate activities. Uh, <laughs> as we've been going through this podcast, I know that this guy, my co-host, has been spamming S5 F5 on his DPC delivery to find out when he's been DPC. 
DPC. Have you got a slot? DPD, where, DPD, where's my DPC yet? <laughs> have, we, what, have, you, have you got a time yet? Have you got a slot? Um, let's check. Anyway, go on. No, I'm just waiting for you to check because I, I know you've got to like add some fluff in there so it makes it look like you haven't been checking all podcasts from an F5. I haven't. I, I haven't. I uh, have not. <laughs> I have not. I, have I cannot not. confirm nor deny. It will come. Oh. It's on its way to South Hall. South Hall is in Southall, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, it's on its way to Southall. That's like Nottinghamshire way. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Southall in um, West London. Ah, right, okay, right. Near Wembley, so, near Wembley. Yeah. So I might get it. I might get it tomorrow. This guy, I know what's going to happen. I'll get a message from this guy in the morning. I'll be like, "Where are you at?" And he'll be like, "Oh, I've gone to the DPC depot to collect my parcel." Saturday morning. Four years. Why have you got any cornflakes? Oh, I've got some zombie cake. Cryptocurrency, obviously, just to reiterate, it's not a surefire bet. It's an interesting, volatile. Um, yeah, just just um, start small, start small, like yeah, with anything. Just, just in, if you're interested in it, read about it. We're gonna, talk, you know, maybe we'll have a podcast coin. Maybe that's what true, true, true. Yeah. Uh, by day, podcast by night. I'm gonna get all day because of that. Because of that. Sorry, shout out. Um, and then the last one was obviously consumerism and social uh, social responsibility. I'll say we'll call that because yes, yeah, sir people are not oh oh just a fucking yeah just before i get started we're in the middle of a pandemic just listen yeah if you're yeah. drunk don't go to a and e if true you, if you've done any drunken injuries don't go to a and e be more responsible and ethical about what you do and wear a fucking mask yeah wear a fucking mask you can't it's very simple wear a mask we're in the middle of a pandemic it's not you exactly killing, it's the other man that you're killing so that's it. Yep. Just make an informed, grown-up decision about it. And before anybody tweets or fucking ats us in the comments or whatever and says, oh, Corona's fake, it's clearly not <laughs> No, it's clearly not fake. Corona's fake, bro. I read some of this shit. I read somewhere earlier saying that Corona was fake and that it was a, a tool for a, another Chairman Mao extinction event in China. I'm like, what are these people talking about? You know? <sighs> and these people have children. Uh, well, they got nothing else to do. It's social responsibility. Oh, I can just. Yep. Oh, Ed Snowden's just come online. He's playing City Skyline. So he's um, trying to destable a fictional country this time. <laughs> so. Yeah, Shout out Edward Snowden. Out that's Edward it. Snowden. What a guy. His book's quite interesting if you haven't read it. It's quite. Uh, well, I've got Audible credits. I might download it if it's on there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. For giving to me. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So this has been uh, Had a Midas podcast, motherfuckers. Where we talk about crafts, collectibles, passive income, and just general shite. I've been Romeo, and I'm of course Boatman. You know. That's it, mate. That's it. Don't ruin it. I didn't even get. I didn't even get the end through my. You know. I'm not quoting any socials because I'm not desperate enough for followers. This guy might want to quote his folks socials though. No, no, I'm Gucci. Oh, so <laughs> thought of fame and fortune is a, uh, uh, you know, has got to. I'm Gucci. You just don't. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I've got, 
I've got enough on my plate at the moment. What he means by that is he's got loads of notifications on Tinder. So just to clarify, that's Romeo. I'm Boatman. In two weeks, we're going to do a podcast special um, about us. It's the first time we've actually met, despite knowing each other for like 10 plus years. Um, we're going to do a little special. Too long. Um, to, yeah, yeah, well, it's because you told the world and stuff, and I decided to be a corporate sellout. We're going to do a, <laughs> we're going to do a little, um, we're not going to have a video, but we're going to do a little series called Boatman Reacts. I'm a bit of a foodie. So, yeah. Romeo's obviously from the Philippines, and I know quite a lot of Filipino food, and I've been asking for, for him to make me some, but because he's a prick, he wouldn't. So, <laughs> I'm going to visit him, and his mum, his lovely mother, is going to, uh, is going to cook me some Filipino food, I hope, if that offer still stands. And then I'm going to try some, and what we'll do is we'll record my reactions audibly audibly so you can you can hear my grunts of displeasure or pleasure or pleasure and you and um and i'm hoping we can put it up and see what some of our southeast asian brothers think about my reactions because no doubt i will go mm, this tastes like this and or and and people will be like god damn that's not even close but it tastes like that to me oh <laughs> another thing we want to talk we want to we were going to just talk about as well is we um We've been talking. We, I want to know if there's anybody actually listening to our podcast too. Is any of you got any fruits and vegetables that are native to your countries? Because me and Romeo have been talking about this one from the Philippines that would make great beers, craft beers, yes, house, whatever they are. If you've got a great indigenous fruit, would that be the right word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. just native uh, fruit, native, native to fruit your own region. There you go. Boom. Yeah. David Attenborough gang. Just do that. Chuck it in the comments because we want to see where you, well, basically where you're from, where our one listener's from, or um, and what you've got that tastes so good that would make it great in a beer. Oh, bang. So just to go back, I'm Boatman, honk, honk. This, that was a real uh, uh, je suis Romeo. Uh, yeah, adieu, adieu, motherfuckers. Uh, hope you guys have a nice weekend and thing. And yeah, drink responsibly, not like this guy. Don't be looking yeah. at 90p a can deal. Yeah, d- don't be a cunt. Yeah, d- yeah, that's it. That's what that's what that's it. We can call this up the end of the pos- the end of the, the podcast is simply be nice to each other, behave responsibly, behave that socially acceptably. And number one. Don't be a cunt. Don't be a cunt. B-A-C, gang. That's it, it, mate. That's it. Boatman signing off. Uh, Romeo, out. Done out here. We back. We back. We back.